You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Today's episode is with Leslie Flanagan of Lemon Daisy Designs. Um, I have loved Lemon Daisy Designs products for years now. Leslie creates all these beautiful um, pieces from her paintings and then puts them on things like tea towels and cocktail napkins, and they just make you smile. They're little chinoiserie, classic and fun and full of color and happiness, of course. So I'm excited to talk with her about how she got started, what inspires her, and everything in between. Um, But I wanted to first let you guys know that the Pitch Peak Profit course um, is on peaktopr.com. There's a course for influencers and also a course for brands, which is the newest one. So those deep dive into all you need to know about collaboration, really, whether you're an influencer looking to collab with brands or you're a brand looking to collab with influencers. There's a course for each of you. Um, I I share all of my knowledge after working in PR for you know about 10 years so that you really get an insider peek at how to do it properly. So check those courses out on peakedpr.com and let's get into the interview. So why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live and what you do? Hi everyone. I'm um, Leslie Flanagan and I'm an artist located in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the creator of Lemon Daisy Design, which is a line of linens, note cards, baby gifts, and original art that I sell on my website. And I also wholesale to gift shops across the country. And your designs are so cute. I've had them for years, and I'm pretty sure my first set of cocktail napkins from you, um, Will, actually, my fiance bought for me. So I, I love your pieces. Me that. <laughs> I was so impressed with him that he would know to buy something like that. <laughs> Definitely. He knows my style. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about growing up. Were you always like into art? Were you entrepreneurial? Like, tell me a little bit about your childhood. Well, I grew up in the mountains in Asheville, North Carolina, and we moved out to the country when I was in elementary school. So I lost um, my neighborhood. So I ended up playing lots of time spent lots of time alone and I had a very creative imagination. I loved Barbies and I loved being outside. I loved animals. Um, so I, I, when it was not, the weather wasn't good. I was either making Barbie clothes or I was crafting or drawing or coloring. I was pretty creative all along. I love that. I feel like a lot of the women who I've interviewed, they mentioned that they were into Barbies. I think that's a rite of passage if you're like that's an entrepreneur funny. or into fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so funny. So then you it sounds like you had a great childhood growing up there and lots of creativity and imagination. Um, now, where and what then did you decide to study when it came time for college? Well, I went to Salem College, which is a women's college in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which was 
just a wonderful place for me. Um, I studied communications with a, it kind of, it was a new major that year and it had a, you could choose a design track to it and turn with the thought of going into some sort of advertising graphic design. So I, I did that and I really wish I majored in studio art. It would make my life a lot easier, but, um, it was, it was a great major for me and I ended up working, I went to work for Nordstrom out of college. It was their, they were opening their, or just recently opened their first East coast store. And I decided I really didn't like retail. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got, I got married and moved to Texas and worked in marketing for a mall, which I I really liked. I did kind of in-house advertising and I got to do a lot of display work, which I really loved. Um, And then we ended up, I had my first child uh, several years after that. And he was born three months early and I stayed home with him since then. Oh, so (laughs) I mean, I I love that you have a little bit of fashion background there then too. Um, Now, when it came to your art, like when and where did you decide to hone in on that? Like when you were staying at home then or were you dabbling with art, you know, when you were still working um, at at your job or when, when did you really start to realize that, you know, you enjoyed it, you had some talent there? Like how was that? Well, the first thing I, I still was, I, I love decorating. So we were, of course, on a newlywed budget and I was doing a lot of home decor DIY stuff, which I really enjoyed. And then I saw in a magazine, a hand painted high chair and it was $300. And I thought, oh, I can never afford that. But I really want it. So I said, I'm going to, I'm going to make that for my son. And I ended up painting a high chair and it turned out really cute and so many people loved it. So I started painting high chairs and then went on to children's furniture, step stools and toy chest and little table and chair sets and then started doing murals. So I did that. Um, and my business was called Moonbeam Productions. That was my first business. And then I did that till I had my third child. And after she came along, I kind of put the paintbrushes up for a while. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. I had no idea that that's how you sort of started in the art business then. That's really cool. And I can imagine like a a painted high chair would be beautiful and kind of takes away from the ugliness. I feel like we need to bring that back. Like I feel like a lot of friends, they have just this white wooden high chair, like plasticky style, I guess these days. Um, But if it was painted, I mean, that's a whole nother game. (laughs) They were very fun. They were. (laughs) So now your business as it is today, Lemon Daisy Design, um, when and why did you decide to start that? Because it sounds like, you know, you, you started in art with your first child, then your third, you put up the paintbrush for a little bit. So when did you decide to to go back in? Well, I joke and say that I have a boy and two girls. And when my two girls got to be teenagers, you know, they didn't think it was so much fun hanging around mom anymore. So I thought, I need an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started painting there again then. And 
I decided with a friend that we were going to paint pillows and they kind of had a coastal style. And we did that for a little while. And then my friend decided she was going to get into real estate. So she was the one sewing the pillows. And I thought, okay, well, I can't do pillows anymore because I can't sew. So I figured out how to put my art on tea towels. And so I started with the tea towels and the napkins and then have moved into some baby, I do baby items and note cards and original art as well. Okay. So when was this then that you, that you started doing um, these products, like putting your art on products and kind of what, how, how did you go through that process of getting, you know, the tea towels or getting the baby items? And then at this point, were you painting directly on them or um, were you printing on them or how, how was your business at that point? I started with linen guest towels and I started directly painting on them. And as you can imagine, that was a lot of work, <laughs> towel after towel. Um, and, I, and in the meantime, I opened an Etsy shop. So I was selling those on Etsy and just kind of through research, I figured out how to um, print onto the towel. Um, I do everything myself with a heat press machine. So I, I paint a design, I scan the design into the computer, and then I put it on a special heat press paper and press it onto the fabric. So it is on there for life. And then I do some hand painted details on each piece I sell. I love that. Now, was that a lot of trial and error? I feel like if I feel like that would take me so long to figure out how to do that and what equipment I needed then to be able to do that. Like, did you take to Google? Did someone oh, sort yes. of give I, you some advice? Like, I, I love on Google. Um, yes. So I'm sure, I, I'm hoping maybe somebody will say, you, you know, there's a lot better way to do that. It's very time consuming. And it, it is hard. It's hard to figure out where to get your supplies. It's hard to figure out how to do this kind of stuff. And I, and I'm kind of a perfectionist and I want it, I have an idea of what something looks like. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's been trial and error, definitely. No, that makes sense. I think that's, you know, just comes with the territory though of being an entrepreneur is trial and error and throwing everything against the wall, seeing what sticks and a lot of Google or YouTube searches. Right. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> yes. So now, how would you describe your brand today um, to those who might not know of it? Like, what is Lemon Daisy Designs? Like, what do you offer? What are you known for? Um, I I kind of describe it as happy art. It hmm. people always tell me my art makes them smile, which makes me very happy. When I go to an art show, it's it's children usually who see my work and drag their mother over to it. (laughs) Always fun. Um, It's it's bright. It's colorful. It's uh, just a kind of a splash of color on your wall or on your, um, on your stovetop to hang a tea towel there. So it's, it's, it's a lot of my inspiration is through nature. So there's a lot of florals, um, a lot of, a lot of animals, a lot of plants. So, Pretty much anything that I love, I try to paint. I love that. It's happy. You know, every time I look at my tea towels from you um, or my cocktail napkins, I'm always like, oh, it's so happy and colorful. And um, I just love that. Oh, good. 
So now, um, how have you been getting the word out about your business? Would you say like, what's been your biggest marketing tool? Well, the best, um, the best thing I started with was I had a, um, a woman in New England, Nancy Wood, who was my sale, my original sales rep. Okay. And she ended up selling lots of, she started my wholesale business basically. So I had a lot of stores in New England, still do. She's moved on um, and to, she's also doing real estate now, but she's, she really helped me under, you know, make a catalog and understand how, what I needed to do for the stores and pricing and all that. Um, So that was kind of a learning curve too. And then I ended up going to the Atlanta gift show a few years ago, gift market. And that was, I met so many people there and and learned a lot and gotten a lot of new stores. Um, So my wholesale business has really grown. Mm -hmm. And then for my website, I, I love Instagram. So that's where I find a lot of people. I love it when people like you've been so wonderful feature my designs just out of the blue, which has just been wonderful. Um, Definitely. So that, that helps a lot. I love collaborating with people. Yeah. And it's, it's so fun. Um, So, you know, let's talk a little bit about retail and wholesale um, with that. Cause I think a lot of people, you know, they either shy away from it or um, they come to it later. So what's been your experience with that? Like at the market and having a rep, like would you, if you were to do it over again, would you do it the same way or what would your advice be on that? I really would. As long as um, your rep is someone, you know, you trust. I've had, again, it's trial and error. I've had you know, you learn, you learn a lot. You have some, I've had a few stores that you send stuff to and you never got paid. So I learned, okay, I'm not making anything until I get paid. Yeah. <laughs> the check. Um, so little things like that, you just kind of figure out on your own. Um, with, even with a sales rep, there can be times when you're not getting paid. So, and therefore she doesn't get paid. So she's really not going to have an, that's the benefit of a sales rep. She's not going to have an account with people who don't pay. Yeah. Um, but generally stores are wonderful to work with. Um, and, and the beauty of owning your own business is if you have a bad experience with a store, you just, you just don't work with them anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and, they, and they've been great. I, that's one thing I love looking at on Instagram. I love finding, uh, I follow all my stores that have accounts and I'm always searching for, um, lemon daisy in their displays, which is fun. That is so fun. Um, Okay. Now, in terms of your business, like what's been your greatest success or what's something you're really proud of um, with your business? Um, Well, I'm, I built my first original website and I've, all all this, I kind of taught myself to do all this, which is, I'm really proud of that. That's challenging and fun and kept me completely busy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what a lot of us entrepreneurs have to do is, especially at first, I mean, I I built my first website too. I remember in my first blog way back when, when I was in college, Um, I I think a lot of us entrepreneurs, we get scrappy and um, 
you know, we kind of like a challenge right. today. Today I wouldn't touch a website. Like right. I, but um, I, I think that's how we learn. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, I finally last year um, hired someone to build me a new website. I'm like, Oh, this is so nice. I can just ask somebody to do this now. Definitely. <laughs> now I guess um, it might, it's kind of similar, but on the flip side, like, what would your greatest challenge be? Is it like wearing so many hats? I feel like a lot of people say, or or what would you say with your business is your biggest struggle? I would say that definitely. I'm trying to decide whether I want to hire somebody to help with um, just making or, you know, making items. I feel like I'm stuck kind of in the production line and don't have time to, to paint, which is what mm-hmm. I really love to do. So that's, that's probably my biggest challenge right now, trying to figure that out. And of course, as most arty people, the finances are not any fun to me. <laughs> I, I don't enjoy any of that part. I have a good friend, Allison, who does my taxes for me. <laughs> but other than that, I got to figure out all that finance stuff on my own, which I, I don't enjoy. <laughs> all of us are like that. I, I am the same way. Um <laughs> I hear you. And it is always hard, you know, delegating or trusting someone uh, to hire or to help you out because your business is your baby, you know, and especially if it's your art, I would think even more so. Right. Yeah. I have I have a few control issues with it. <laughs> uh, so where do you get inspiration from or who inspires you? I know you mentioned briefly uh, nature, but, you know, when you're designing a new piece, where are you getting inspiration? I really am getting a lot of it from outside. I, I'm a huge, avid, avid gardener. I spend a lot of time, if I'm not painting or working, I'm out in the yard and I, I love, I love being outside. And so mm-hmm. I do get a lot um, colored just from spring and summer, especially the colors of everything that's going on outside from the sky to the grass, to the flowers. Um, I also love to travel. And whenever we go anywhere, I'm looking at gardens. I'm taking tons of pictures. I love photography. So I'm always taking pictures of things that I might want to paint later on. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you have some chinoiserie um, inspiration. Um, and I love like your little your little golf cart, that sort of thing too. Yeah, yeah. No, I love chinoiserie. I've, I've had that. Most of my decor is like that. Everything's blue and white in my house. Yep, same here. I think a lot of us. <laughs> it's classic. It is classic. <laughs> so, um, since this is the Preppy podcast, I always ask everyone, "What does Preppy mean to you?" So, how would you describe Preppy? Well, I grew up in the age of the preppy handbook. Um, I think it was, I think I was in middle school when that came out. So we all had our Papagallo purses and our, our green whale sweaters and our LLB Navy clogs, which I wish they would bring back. I love those clogs. Um, but today it, it means to me, it's just kind of a classic crisp style, very traditional, um, great colors, great lines. That's kind of what it means to me today. No, I think that's a great answer. And I love when people reference the Preppy Handbook. <laughs> I even had the Preppy Handbook album. Have you heard of that? No, what's that? We had a, a collaborating um, record with it. That oh, my had, gosh. It had a lot of beach music on it. <laughs> 
if you know what theme music is. <laughs> that sounds so fun. If you like have this somewhere hidden, like you need to take a picture and send it to me on Instagram. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that. So that's, yeah, oh my it's gosh. Been, like cover as the book. Okay, I'm going to need to like look for this on eBay or something. <laughs> um, we talked about how you love collaborating, you know, with influencers and finding people on Instagram. Uh, so what are some accounts that you like to follow on Instagram? Are there any anyone you want to give a shout out to or that always brings a smile to your face when it pops up on your feed? Well, I love Holly Holden Design. She mm-hmm. has been and I hadn't I didn't know Holly before uh, someone gave her a set of my napkins and she contacted me and told me how much she loved them. And then she was, she has a, a, a show and she was talking about how important it is to use linen napkins. And she used my napkins and that just thrilled me. And she has just been such a promoter for me just out of the goodness of her heart for the last several years. So she's wonderful. And I love following all of her beautiful things she posts on her account. Yeah. Holly is great. She, I interviewed her on the podcast um, probably close to a year ago, maybe a little less. And she just, I mean, she's done such amazing things with her career and life and she's so gracious and just so fabulous. Um, and I follow a lot of artists. I love um, Beth Robeson and Pamela Wingard and um, Susan from For Pete's Sake Pottery. She and I have similar styles, so we like to talk about what we're painting. Um, and I love Carmen Johnston Gardens. I just started following her. She has a great um, Instagram page if you're into gardening. Yeah. Um, What's something that you've read recently that you love or would recommend, even if it's not recent? Um, Right now, what am I reading? I'm reading a book called Fall on Your Knees, and it's a kind of epic family saga story that takes place up in, I think it's Nova Scotia. So it's, it's, it's great. I'm having a hard time putting it down at night. Oh, I love a book like that. What about business advice? Is there like a website or, um, you know, a book or anything like that that you go to for business advice or maybe just a person? Um, well, the Southern Sea is mm-hmm. just a wealth of information. I've been going there for about five years now, and then their membership is so great. To, uh, there's a topic for everything. I enjoyed yours a few weeks ago. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it's so great. They're all... Um, they're all on the website so you can figure out what you need help with and go on there and find something. And then there's another great um, place called Skill Pop. I don't know if you've heard of them. I haven't, no. They're a Charlotte-based business, but they're, they've spread to several cities now. And they, they used to be in person. You would go and take a class in something. Um, and now they're online. So they have a lot of small business classes and a lot of just fun different kind of classes from bread making to flower arranging but they also like I learned how to use the procreate app and um the canva app they have classes like that so it's been a great resource oh that's really good I'm definitely gonna have to look into that that sounds super useful and even you know sometimes fun floral arranging (laughs) yeah yeah lots of cool classes on there 
Um, what's your favorite design on your website right now, would you say? Um, well, I have a new orchid design that having put up there that's in a chinoiserie blue and white pot Ooh. that I'm, I like. So I'll be, I'll be putting that up hopefully this week. Um, oh, I can't wait to see that. I, I love orchids. So. Yes, me too. Me too. Now, um, if you could have anyone have Lemon Daisy design in their home, like who would your dream customer be? Oh, my dream customer. Like maybe a celebrity or like a, an icon maybe who's no longer with us, but you just think like so represents the brand. Um, who who do you love that you would love to see with your designs? Oh my gosh, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you always say Oprah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh gosh, I'm trying to think who else. It's funny. I, I, you think you would want Oprah and then I think, oh my gosh, if you did have Oprah, then think how many napkins you would have to make. It would be <laughs> Oprah, Martha, Martha Stewart. Right. Um, right. Who else? Yeah. I mean, those are, those are great, you know, hosts and lifestyle experts for sure. Exactly. Now what's next for you? I know we talked about um, the orchid sneak peek design, but anything else like new products, new prints that you're working on? I'm trying to do some large, more large art. I mean, I've been enjoyed doing some bigger pieces for clients. So that's been fun. I would like to get into doing more of those. And I have a new store cart, um, down in Bluffton, South Carolina, and she wants to start carrying some of my large pieces. So I'm looking forward to painting, painting those next. Oh, I'll have to check those out. I did not realize even that you had, you know, large art in that sense. I've always just bought your cocktail napkins and your tea towels. So that's exciting. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. So I, I prefer to do the painting part. So who knows if I might move over to that side more, but I, I love I still love doing the cocktail napkins. Mm -hmm. They make me so happy, like I said. So (laughs) don't stop making them. (laughs) I will. I will make it. Now, where can people find you? Like, let everyone know your Instagram handle and your website URL. That way we can all shop and follow along. Great. Yeah, I'm Lemon Daisy Design on Instagram. And I'm um, www.lemondaisydesign.com. That makes it easy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Leslie. This was so fun. I loved sitting down and hearing more about your brand and your inspiration. Um, And I'm so excited to see these larger pieces of art. Thanks, Patricia. Great to be with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 